Welcome oh, back. Can I just turn it off? Maybe. No. Okay. No, it's, it's so green. That was going to be the best introduction. I'm so sorry. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the next episode. This is episode three of the Bradcast. Again, I am Podge, your co-host, and this is Blaze, your other co-host. We still haven't heard back from anybody on our Twitter yeah. about whether or not you can have two co-hosts or, or you, if you have to have a main host. And then a co-host. Yeah. Or two hosts. Two hosts. The hostess of the mostess. We could just both be hosts. Yeah. This is your host, Podge. And this is your host, Blaze. I like the sound of that. And this is the Bradcast. Welcome back to the Bradcast. This is episode three. And just to give you a quick rundown of what the Bradcast is all about, in case you haven't yet subscribed and listened to... Episode one and two. Right. And... It would help us out a lot to gain some more notoriety if you would subscribe, but then go ahead and unsubscribe and then resubscribe a couple of times. It helps boost our confidence. Yeah, and it helps uh, get us noticed. So if you accidentally slip up and hit the unsubscribe button, go ahead and subscribe again and leave us a rating because the mm-hmm. ratings always help. Yeah. Anyway, shameless plug for us. Uh, oh, well. The Bradcast is dedicated to our buddy Brad. Who, you know, he might seem like a regular guy, Mm -hmm. but he is not a regular guy. He's an extraordinary guy, in in our opinion. Yeah, and we want the world to know that. And so what we're doing here is we are telling uh, each episode, we tell a story about Brad. And that story is a true story that has been uh, somewhat fabricated and sensationalized uh, so that you can see a little bit more about who he is. The truth gives a good idea of who he is, but the extra truth gives more information. And so mm-hmm. uh, we don't let strictly the facts get in the way of what we're trying to do here. So in case you haven't listened to the first two episodes, here's a quick rundown on them. The first one was about the great Canadian wilderness trip uh, that the church and Brad went on. And episode two was the Great Die Shop Takeover, as I'm going to call it for right right right. now. Because Brad is a number of things. He is a wilderness enthusiast. He's a hardworking laborer. And a business owner. And a good worshiper. Yes. And as we're going to learn today, he is something of a terrific athlete. Mm -hmm. Now... Brad and I have known each other for about 12 years. And, you know, he was in high school when when we first met. And there was one thing that I noticed about him very, very early on. Uh, You know, he liked to organize people. He would get us together and uh, we would just kind of play basketball, you know, or do whatever. But he was always getting people together. So there were a number of times where we would... Uh, come to the gym at the church or go someplace else and just play some basketball. And there were probably eight, ten guys that would get together and do that. And Brad was typically the organizer of that. Blaze, are you much of a basketball guy? Oh, no. I, my forte is uh, soccer and tennis. Okay. But I have faced off against his dad in a good game of basketball. Yeah, the Northern family, it, it kind of runs in the family to be mm-hmm. athletes that, you know, 
Blaze and I were talking about this off air because sometimes we talk off air. Only occasionally. Right. Once in a blue moon, basically. Right. I mean, so, every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're up on the phone yeah. several hours a night mm-hmm. planning the broadcast. Yes. If there was that much planning, it would probably go a little more smoothly. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's fun. But where was I going with that? Um, We were talking about the Northern family. And how athletic they are. They are. And, you know, they are athletic, and they are good at the different sports that they play. Mm -hmm. But they're just cerebral in how they play. And so they know the angles that they can take to get by you. Mm -hmm. They know how to adjust their game based on your game. It's like playing every single sport against the brain of Bill Belichick and the athleticism of, you know, I won't go so far as like LeBron James, Mm -hmm. but maybe an old LeBron James. You know, 45-year-old LeBron Mm -hmm. James, think about how athletic he'll be then. And, you know, that's about what you're looking at. I mean, they're not super athletic to the point where they go out to the gym every day type thing but like they're still pretty pretty well kept right right and you think of uh you know they're not even the kind of guys that you get in pickup games with and they think that they're nba players and so they just try to dominate and Mm -hmm. things it's always the understated role player Mm -hmm. that you know you're in trouble if you don't have them on your team yeah you know, and so there was a day uh, where one of our friends came up to us and said, "Hey, there is this uh, church basketball league, and we have this ten or so guy uh, team that just gets together and plays for fun. Why don't we join this league?" And so we talked about it, and we had a number of guys interested, and so we decided to go. And you know, there were half a dozen teams. It wasn't a big league. It was the first year. And we thought that we would do pretty well. And it turned out that we were not good. Do you have any idea as to why you weren't good? Or is it just like first year type thing, never really played together or like... Well, you know, we we had been tested against ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we hadn't been tested against any outside competition. So we had no idea going in how Mm -hmm. good we would be. We knew we had some guys who could play. And uh, it turned out that the other teams had guys who could play as well. And they had been playing as teams competitively for a while. Probably since they were like in fifth grade, I'm sure of it, you know. And so they had grown up playing together. They had been in travel teams together. Like, they took it very, very seriously. And we were just a group of guys. Yeah, basketball to them was probably like a way of life. I'm sure. And, And, you know, we all have day jobs. Yeah. And we all... Uh, you know, have lives, you know, and significant others. And Ball so it just isn't life for us. Right. It's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a way of, uh, of exercise, having, of exercise and having camaraderie mm-hmm. with our fellow, yeah. fellow dudes, you know? So it was good. You know, so we had, we had some trouble, but we started stretching every game. We got better, mm-hmm. which I can't say that about the other teams, but we were always improving. And it came down to the end of the season, and everything was on the line. And the stakes were so high that we were all pretty nervous about this game that was coming up. And the best player on the other team uh, was, was, I mean, he was good. And his dad happened to be the referee that day. Ooh. And you never want to see that. No, not at all. You know, and, and that didn't start us out on the greatest, the greatest foot. Uh, but already at disadvantage. 
Yeah, we yeah a significant disadvantage right away. Now they were ethical people, you know. We're mm-hmm. still talking about church people. Yes. It didn't overtly change the game, but that got into our psyche right away. Mm-hmm. And I didn't play my best game, and you know I'm the kind of guy I'm kind of big, and I move kind of slowly. So my big thing is I will go underneath the hoop, and I just get really wide, and I just kind of push, mm-hmm. like I'll back somebody up. I'll get the ball, I'll shoot it. If I miss, I'm tall, mm-hmm. and so I'll just get the rebound, and yeah. I'll miss again, and then I'll get the rebound again, you know. That you know, type of thing. Yeah, or I'll catch the ball down low, and I'll see an open shooter, and I'll kick it out to the shooter, you know. Uh, I played some high school ball mm-hmm. and uh, some intramurals in college, if you know what I mean. Ooh. So uh, it's not like I've never played basketball before. Uh, but I had never seen anything like I saw that day. It was the most incredible shooting performance I have ever witnessed with my own two eyes. And who did this? I wonder incredible if you shooting experience. I wonder if you can guess. In three, two, one. It Jesse. Was Brad. Oh, this no. is awkward. It was Brad. <laughs> You're right. I was trying to throw us off. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was Brad. And when I say an incredible shooting performance, uh, performance i don't think you get the idea of what this was it's not like two sh- like the normal two pointers no. whatever this that no what what were they they were three pointers blaze they were sinking them in the back of the hoop right yes yeah <laughs> yeah your uh your basketball vocabulary is coming out here that's yeah. exactly what he was doing like we uh so the first thing i noticed about brad's game 12 years ago when we played against each other is that when he drove to the hoop he's impossible to block he goes up with the ball and then he comes down with it while he's in the air and then he scoops it around and there is no way to get your hand on the ball and i have made it a mission in life to block him once before i'm done Mm -hmm. playing against him and how's that going it's not going well because he just around the hoop he can keep the ball away from you and put it in the hoop you know that that's just what he does and so this is the game that i've been accustomed to with brad uh he's he's great around the basket and he is a slash and go kind of player this day though he surprised us by pulling out a completely different set of skills and that was the sharpshooter where he could come off the dribble and just drain one, or he could come off a screen and receive a pass and then just put it through the bottom of the net. And there was nothing the other team could do. Their best players were trying to guard him. They would double and triple team him, and he could just shoot out of it. You know, and I can't even remember how many he made. 10, 15. That's a lot. 20. Especially if you consider that they're three pointers most exactly. of the time. Exactly. Exactly. It got to the point where we would have maybe one guy go down the floor with him and then just kind of dish it off to him, and he mm-hmm. would drill the shot. Something must have clicked him in that game because the stakes were so high. You know, I think that that was it. And and it ended up with those high stakes. He rose to that next level and just outperformed everybody in the gym. He really rose up to the occasion, you could say. That is absolutely the case. And so with that game, you know, I'm excited to say the victory that we earned in that game on the back of Brad Northern as he drained three after three after three 
it vaulted us to a seventh place finish. And how many league. people are in that league? Like how many teams? There were eight teams in that league. Had we lost that game? Bottom of the pack. We are at the bottom of the pack. But with Brad's singular, spectacular effort in that game, boom, it volcanoed us to seventh place. I think I was going for the word vaulted us. Oh, It came nice out volcanoed, and so we're going to stick with it. It volcanoed us. <laughs> Like we were being shot out yes. of a volcano into seventh place. Now I'm imagining Brad riding like a piece of rock after a volcano just blew up. Maybe that'll be a future Bradcast. Send him ho- to Hawaii. Yep. We could take a mission trip to Hawaii. Ooh, that'd be fun. Climb a volcano. I gotta start saving up. <laughs> and then sensationalize the story. Yeah. Because that's what we do here on the Bradcast. I think this brings us to the end of episode number three. A bit Again, shorter, but... It is. It is. But it's a good, good story. Yeah. It's a compact story. Mm-hmm. And uh, and quite frankly, we're getting tired of the banter. So, <laughs> no, that's not true. We no. could never get tired of the banter. This is fun. It is fun. And, uh, you know, we hope you're enjoying these. Again, leave us a rating and subscribe. Unit to the unit in front of us we're still waiting for your sponsorship that's right yeah you know if uh, you don't know what blaze is talking about go back and listen to episode two and if you haven't listened to episode two that means you probably didn't listen to episode one so please by all means go and do that and uh we'll stop self-promoting as soon as you start promoting us Ooh. yeah there we that? go i like yeah. that <laughs> all right so for episode three i'm podge and i'm blaze and i'm your host and I'm your hostess of the mostest. Ooh. Oh, is that too much? I'll try to ratchet up for episode four. Okay. Thanks, Blaze. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's perfect. We got to keep keep getting bigger and better, right? right. Now we got to just make host puns. Um, I'm thinking of cupcakes. Yeah, no, me too. Hostess cupcakes. Mm-hmm. I'm a better cupcake than you? Pudding.